Welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. My name is Phil Strum. So happy you're with me today. My guest today is a fast-rising second-generation wrestler in NXT, Braun Breaker. Braun is going to be making a big step up Tuesday at NXT Gold Rush when he challenges Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Braun, of course, is the son of the dog-faced gremlin Rick Steiner and the nephew of Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. He had maybe more natural ability and presence in the ring right off the bat than nearly anyone I can remember as he vaulted to the top of NXT very quickly. He's a pretty easy choice for a breakout star for Raw or SmackDown and maybe even WrestleMania whenever one is needed for the WWE. It's absolutely got the goods. So here we go with my interview with Braun Breaker. Privileged to be joined today by one of the fastest rising stars in pro wrestling I've ever seen, Braun Breaker. Braun, welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversation. So glad you're with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So let's start with, with, with what's coming up this Tuesday. You're challenging Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship on NXT. What is it like to have that kind of a challenge staring you in the face for the very first time, just short of two years since your first WWE match? Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for this opportunity. Um, you know, it's high stakes. I know how big of a deal that this is. I know how great that Seth Rollins is. Um, you know, Seth Rollins, greatest in the world right now. Um, you know, I, I know this is, I know how tall of a task this is, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm hungry. Um, just, I, I've never been more focused and more locked in on, on something in my entire life. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm up for the task and I'm, I'm just I'm ready to go. I can't wait to get in there and just, uh, you know, become the new world heavyweight champion. Is Rollins kind of that level you aspire to be at the level of work and consistency and respect that you're seeking in pro wrestling? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Seth is, is so great. He's been on top for over 10 years now. Um, you know, he's won. <laughs> every championship probably that there is to win. Um, you know, he's just, um, he's the best and there's no doubt about that. And that's why he is the world heavyweight champion right now. Um, so, you know what I mean? Um, there's just no doubt in my, in, in anyone's mind or anything that, of how great that he is and the example that he's, uh, set. So you were on the road on a European tour, just six matches into your WWE career. <laughs> how, how much training went into things before you debuted on NXT 2.0? And, and what do you chalk up your aptitude in pro wrestling to? What, and, and also, what was that time like? You're working with people like Sami Zayn and Tommaso Ciampa pretty much right out of the gate. Yeah, that, that was uh, such a cool experience for me. Um, I had so much fun just being in the locker room and, and just being around uh, main roster talent. Um, that was such an honor for me to be a part of that. So fun. It was, it was just so cool, man. I just, I got to, like you said, I got to wrestle Sami Zayn, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, you know, this, these, these great superstars. I got to be around these, you know, all these great superstars backstage and, and, and whatnot. And, um, man, that was just, that's probably something I'll never forget. I learned so much in the five days that, that we worked and just uh, I can't thank those guys enough for, for, you know, me, I don't know what, it, I can't remember what it was, maybe, maybe three or four months of experience period at that point. I can't really remember, but um, basically not very much <laughs> experience. And uh, 
the way that they took me along under their wing and just kind of helped me out and gave me the pointers and were just, uh, you know, you know, so, so nice, so giving and, and just so professional. It was, uh, it was, it was awesome. And, and just as I was saying to your aptitude, how did, how did you pick things up so fast? Cause it seemed like right out of the gate, you were guns a blazing and it, it knocked people's socks off. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, uh, I've been an athlete my whole life. I've been a three sport athlete my entire life. Um, you know, just adapting to, to different situations and different sports and things is something that I'm incredibly used to. Um, you know, and, and um, this is in my blood. This is what I love. This is my passion. This is my dream. This is where I've wanted to be, um, you know, my entire life. So, you know, this is, uh, I think, when you, when you have a love, as much love as I have for this and as much passion that you have for this, there's just absolutely no choice but to adapt and, and, and become, you know, one of the best. So being the son of Rick Steiner, the nephew of Scott Steiner, literally the direct descendant of the legendary Steiner brothers, they were also on a pretty high level pretty fast. Yeah. And, you know, that has to come with positives and negatives. What was it like for you growing up in sports as, you know, as part of that uh, heritage and also as you moved into wrestling? Yeah. Um, man, it was, uh, it, it was, it was fun, man. There was never a dull moment. Um, you know, like I said, I, I was a three sport athlete. I was, just at the ball field or at practice or, or on the football field or in the wrestling mat, just like constantly, I just never had a moment, you know, really to, um, you know, to, to settle down. I don't know, you know, but um, I, you know, I, my two older brothers, man, it was such a great time, such a, you know, all of us were, were, were three sport athletes um, growing up. So, you know, everybody was just super busy, super competitive in our household. Um, you know, and, and I mean, it's just the way it was just the culture, man. It was just, uh, my brother, my oldest brother is a, um, college football center. Um, my middle brother was a, uh, amateur wrestler in college, you know, and then I was a football player as well. So, you know, everyone, everyone played collegiate sports. Everyone played at a high level. So, man, it was just, uh, just competitive, competitive. And it was football, wrestling, and what was your third? Baseball. Baseball. Interesting. Good. Yeah. Um, so, I speaking of your dad, I'd get criticized by my listeners if I didn't offer you the opportunity to speak a little bit about the reports of your father saying some regrettable things verbally against Giselle Shaw of impact over WrestleMania weekend. So I wanted to give you that opportunity if you had anything you wanted to share about that or anything, you know, towards her or anybody else. Yeah. You know, um, I appreciate the question and, um, you know, I, I can't speak for my father, but you know, that's, that's not a reflection of me and, and who I am and, what I'm about. So. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, talking about, uh, you know, being an athlete, you know, we mentioned before um, your own personal journey, journey into pro wrestling, you played college football. What was it that made you get the bug and say, Hey, you know what? It's time to try wrestling. I, I, I you know, I just, I grew up in the business, grew up around the business, you know, like my heroes were in the business. So, I mean, this is always what I've wanted to do like from day one. I mean, even I just, I just knew it. I, I had this like, you know, like goal, you know, this vision and 
yeah, I was watching this uh, this documentary the other day about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, you know, he said he, he had like a vision and he could see it. And if like he could see it, then he could achieve it. And there was just no like possible way that that he couldn't succeed. And I feel like that really hit home with me, man. That was just like, I had a vision, I had a goal, like WWE superstar and like no one could stop me like from, from, you know, fulfilling that dream and that goal, you know, I mean, I was just, it was just tunnel vision, you know? Yeah. What was it like training at the performance center from the start to oh. now? What, what, what do you work on? And are there folks either in the ring or behind the scenes you consider mentors uh, over at NXT in the performance oh, center? Man, it's, it's outstanding. It's, it's the best that there is hands down. Um, we, we just, we have the, the top training facility, state-of-the-art like ring area state-of-the-art weight rooms like all the top equipment we have everything that we need we have you know coaches and trainers in that building that have been doing this for 40 50 years i mean we have the best minds in the business around all of us we have the best minds in the business teaching us like it's it's unbelievable it's it's uh it's unparalleled with anything else in, in the industry um they performance center it just does outstanding work um you know and they put out you know products like like myself um you know tony d'angelo julius creed carmelo hayes trick williams i could go on yeah. of, you know what i mean of people who are products of the performance center and um man it's just it's an incredible place to be incredible coaching staff just unbelievably professional they help you with whatever they take the time and, and, and really just like develop, um, you know, at us athletes to, to the furthest that they possibly can, man. I, I mean, there's just uh, every coach and every, you know, every person that's uh, it's involved in, 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 in the progression of us athletes, the performance center, man, it, it's just, uh, they're elite. They're, they're at the top of the game. Um, it's just the best that there is. And you've been in an, NFL, in an NFL camp before too. So how do those uh, how do those two experiences kind of compare? Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> they're different. They're different experiences. Just different sports. Um, you know, I enjoyed my time with the Ravens. Um, I enjoyed being a part of that. I, I um, you know, I love football, but you know, like just deep down, I just, this is where I want it to be. I knew it was just going to be a matter of time before like football's over. It's time to go, you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's just a matter of time, you know? What were your kind of your early memories of wrestling? Did you like it right off the bat? And are there any of the Steiners allies or foes or friends that you have especially <laughs> good memories of? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot, you know, um, I, I think like the, obviously I watched my dad, my uncle, you know, that era, that time, you know, Doom, the Nasty Boys, um, you know, Goldberg, Sting, you know, all, all that, that era and that time, um, you know, but I remember when I was like, I want to say it was WrestleMania 27, where it was The Undertaker. Triple H in Atlanta mm -hmm. um, at WrestleMania. And my, I think my brother went to the show or just, you know, you know, went and he brought a cup home and it had, you know, Triple H, Undertaker in the front. And I was like, just look at Triple H. I'm like, man, who is like huge 
jacked up like and i was like damn it. like and then from that point on i was just like was was hooked was into it was you know became you know watching all the time triple h became one of my favorites of all time just you know um you know and it just be, you know just strengthened the love that i you know the passion that i already had for it you know before you know the generation before you know my dad and, and scotty and I mean, it was just uh it was such a such a cool thing you know just to be a kid during that time you know it's cool yeah, and I, I got a kick out of it when they were doing the thing on NXT where Von Wagner and uh, Mr. Stone were talking about the Beverly Brothers wrestling, I think the Steiners, at a Royal Rumble. And that, that cracked me up because when you guys both debuted on uh, the first NXT 2.0, that was the first thing I thought of. You know, these two guys' dads, I think that was before you were born. And I think Von Wagner was very little when that happened in 1993. So, but, uh, you know, do you have like relatable experiences with other second generation wrestlers? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, you know, I, I love Vaughn. Vaughn is is great. Um, you know, him him and I, you know, we have we have discussions from time to time about you know our our, our fathers and, and our family being a part of the business and you know just ideas and stuff and you know whatever just uh, you know, just chit chatting or, or whatever um, you know and and it's been. You know, it's been a pleasure for me. I've met some of the other, you know, second, third generation superstars that are on the main roster as well. And, um, you know, some of the wisdom that they've been able to give me. And um, it's just cool, man. It's uh, it's 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 really cool just to like, I don't know, just be be a part of that and, and uh, you know, be present. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's also remarkable physically how well you pull off some of the signature Steiner moves. Like when you were first moving around in the ring, was that some of the first stuff you wanted to try out? Was seeing the slam and the <laughs> Steiner line, and maybe yeah, not the Frankensteiner yeah. right out of the gate, but yeah, I had an idea of a few things that I would, you know, thought was cool, <laughs> you know, that I would like to do, um, you know, and and another thing, I think it's just, you know, like uh, like legacy, you know, there's just some things that I want to keep alive that they've built, you know. They laid the groundwork for me. They they built, you know, their brand, um, you know, and it's just kind of the tip of the cap type of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the Frankensteiner, the Steiner line, um, you know, I, I get in, I, you know, I do the Frankensteiner, you know, kind of my own way. It's, it's moves the same, but I, you know, I, I do that my own, you know, with my own flavor. It's a little bit different, you know, sometimes in the way that Scotty used to do it, um, you know, I just, that's all it is. Just, just respect. And, um, you know, just, I, I, I just, those things meant something to me yep. when I was, when I was a kid and they still do. And that's just something I want to keep, keep going. And some of it's timeless. You know, the, the, the style, the slam that you, you do that your dad did also is kind of like the old Buzz Sawyer kind of, uh, sudden, you know, grab the guy and just turn him over too. So yeah. I, I think that still works in, in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. It's impactful. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it's, I make it mean something and I make it impactful. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's really how it should be. Cause if I'm, if I'm going to, you know, um, you know, use some of their moves or, or do some of the things that they used to do back in the day, then I better do them right. So, you know, I've, I've, uh, I think that I've done that. I think I've put my own spin on a few things that they used to do and, and kind of, you know, make it Braun Breaker's own. So, um, yeah, man. 
So we're going to move on to something we call the three count now. It's going to be three quick questions and your answers. So the first question, your family seems to have a lot of nicknames from the dog-faced gremlin to the big bad booty daddy. What is your f personal favorite nickname you've heard for a member of your family? Mm. Big Papa Pomp is hard to beat, man. <laughs> that's classic. Yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> Next question. Uh, what did it feel like for you the first time you did a top rope Frankensteiner? Um, you know, that's, that's really easy to do, to be honest with you. For me, at least, it's just, uh, you know, I could already do a backflip standing up on the ground and, and, you know, you know, front flip or whatever, but it's pretty, pretty easy for me to pick up. <laughs> do you remember who the first one you did it in the ring in a, in a, in a match two was? it does take two to tango a little bit too <laughs> yeah i mean uh maybe i don't know it probably had to be tomaso champa yeah they, i think so you worked with him a lot right yeah at that, I, at that, at the very beginning. <laughs> I know i hit it on him on, on that tour that we did overseas um i know I, I did it a few times on that um you know but i i can't remember if i did it on tv or not i can't remember but i yeah. he was definitely the first one you know I, I always loved the ones, uh, you obviously, you know, watching the Steiners as a kid, seeing Scott pull that off. But even as he got bigger and sometimes would still pull that off, like some of his later matches in like TNA and stuff, and he'd be like pumping his fist and he did it. It's like, I was so just happy to see that Scott could still do the Frankensteiner because it was, just, yeah, it's such Scotty, an amazing uh, move when done correctly. Scotty's crazy athletic back in the day, just like on a level of his own. I'm still, you know, there's, uh, there's one move that he used to do back in the day. I've been working on it for a while. It's extremely tough to do. Um, no one has done it since him. Um, nobody. And nobody, I think it's just because of ability. Like, it's an extremely hard move to do. I've been, tr I've been working on it. I'm not there yet, but at some point I'm going to do it. It's, um, you know. It's it's a it's a tough one, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be worth the while. You seem unwilling to reveal what which, no, which yeah, move it I is. I keep that one. Um, I want to keep that one a secret because it's uh, you know I, I think people are gonna go like holy crap. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So last question: uh, If you were to apply Steiner math to the match on Tuesday, what would Seth Rollins' chances at winning be? Thirty-three and a third at best. Yeah, thirty-three and a third. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Very good. Well, uh, Bron Breaker, thank you so much for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. Again, you're facing Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship Tuesday on the first part of NXT Gold Rush. All the best uh, to you moving forward and very impressed with all everything you've done in your career. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, and I'll see you guys Tuesday night. All right. Thank you. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. I'd like to thank Braun Breaker, and I'd really like to thank Chuck Kingsbury from WWE for helping me put this together. Be sure to check out my episode this week with World Women's Champion Rhea Ripley as well, also available today. And make sure to join me next week when my guest is someone maybe from your childhood. It's the one and only Mr. Technical, the winner, Barry Horowitz. Barry and I had a very fun chat, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Have a great week, everyone.